Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Batman Beyond podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 94, Rats and Mind Games with Terry Lohmeyer. Hi, pals. I almost forgot you guys were pals. I keep doing mm-hmm. that. Uh, I am Al. I'm Maggie. Oh, yeah. I suppose you should you should say who you are as well. I'm, I'm Tilo. Yay. Yay. Uh, we are here to discuss probably my two least favorite episodes of uh, the show so far. Uh, these are, these are not were, great. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to like impose, you know, you guys may feel differently, but uh, I, I was not a fan. I don't know if they were the worst episodes, but I haven't seen all of the episodes, so they are certainly occupying the worst for now. We're about, we're at about the halfway point because mm-hmm. there's there's three seasons and the second season is is extra long and we're about halfway through the the middle. So yeah, we're we're mm-hmm. about halfway through. So I particularly the first one didn't especially. Yeah, no that. mind. The fuck is it called? Mind taker. The mind taker. Mm-hmm. Mind hunter. Mind That's... games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mentalist was, uh, homes. Yes, it's fine. Rats is uh. Rats is not good. Rats is a real pile of crap. Mm-hmm. I um uh, Tilo had chosen a different episode. I believe was it based on the title? Yes, it was because it had the word Terry, the name Terry in it, and yes, of course, yeah. It was I, like I Terry's friend's a weird anyway, robot or something. Yeah, yeah, Terry's friend dates a robot. Yes. I don't know how that connects to you, but I, I just I like understand. the name. I just like the name. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I know. Um, but uh, then I convinced you because you were. A, fan is that is that an accurate uh, description of the movie willard i like ben i like willard uh you like rat boys like, is my point i like uh like i don't hate rats the way a lot of people hate rats that's Love fair. a good rat boy we did uh have a small rat infestation one time when you came to visit and you like me were not happy that we had to uh to kill the thing no we that. made amanda do it it's amanda's job well, I said we, the household, <laughs> but yes, Amanda is the the designated rat killer in this household. You are correct. She got the rat stick. Mm-hmm. Was... No, she had a little flute, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. she just, that she, she clubbed just... the thing with. <laughs> <laughs> ah, mm-hmm. that was good setup and good execution. Uh, I don't know if you know this about me, Maggie, but sometimes mm. I... Uh, I, I create and perform comedy so uh, what you know, I, I, this is the yeah, first I time know. i'm hearing about this i know well, this thing i've better... been involved with for 20 years <laughs> <sighs> but it, i mean a bad episode of this show is still not terrible like yeah. I, it, I didn't find it unendorable or anything yeah, there were still some enjoyable bits there was you know uh, and a, yeah. a lot well, of good stuff to make fun of and there was the introduction of a fun new throwaway villain Oh yeah. That we will discuss uh, after Tilo tells us what happens in the episode. Which uh, would would you mind doing that now? Okay, I'll tell you about what happened in this episode. Please do. Rats. That horrible cheating asshole Terry McGinnis is late again, and so Dana breaks up with him. This time for real, right in front of Max and Chelsea. But then Dana finds a white rose in her car. I think that's a car, and gets all gushy again. 
And there's news going around Gotham that there's giant man-eating rats. But seriously, how is that even news? <laughs> Dana asks Terry to meet her at Rhino's, a chili restaurant, to which she wears a tiny, bright white dress. Dana, girl, you a dummy. Terry has to go beat up Henry Rollins, so he's late again. Dana gives up and tries to go home, but is lured into an alley with another white rose and then gets corralled into a hole by some rats. Really big rats. She wakes up on a bed of white roses and meets Patrick, a.k.a. Rat Boy. Maybe he's a dude that looks like a rat, maybe he's a mutant, who knows. He's fairly politely kidnapped her with the help of his cute rat buds. But she's being held against her will, dude. She asks him to go get her some good chili. While she's while he's gone, she attempts to nope the fuck out of there. <laughs> At the chili place, Patrick wanders in with his rat friends and steals some chili. Batman arrives and abuses some animals and then follows a trail of chili to try to find Dana. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dana has fallen into the sewer water and now probably has typhoid, hepatitis, gastroenteritis, and a whole other host of various infections that you can get from contact with sewage. And, oh yeah, her dress is ruined. And Ratboy finds her anyway and takes her back to his lair, but realize she's, realizes she's just like all the others and sicks the rats on her. Batman shows up and saves the day, but Dana does help out with a flaming teddy bear on a hockey stick. The two of them manage to get out of there just as everything blows up. Dana's in a blanket in the back of an ambulance when Terry shows up and literally says, Better late than never! And instead of slapping him, Dana hugs him. Idiot. The, um, I would say she's like we've we've ragged on her intelligence since day one, mm -hmm. but I would say she's more of an emotional idiot in this episode. Uh huh. Than, like she seems not very stupid in in a certain sense in this mm -hmm. episode. But uh, poor poor dumb Dana. Yeah, she's yeah. a. She does come up with a plan to try to escape, mm -hmm. which is a good plan, yeah. except for you know uh -huh. the being you know way down in the sewer part. I will give and and I know Maggie I don't want to step mm. on your good thing here but there's there's a like at the beginning as soon as he brings her down there usually in this kind of story and there are a lot of these kinds of stories um the girl is probably worried about hurting the the creep's feelings and leads him on just a little bit or mm -hmm. whatever she never does that no her for the first thing out of her mouth is you can't bring me down here. I need to go. Yeah. And instead of, oh, what a nice place. What a nice guy you are. Which, mm -hmm. I, like, that's good. That's, yeah. It's good that she immediately sets her boundaries and doesn't try to be nice to the guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, but the story is just Beauty and the Beast. But, yeah. mm. but Except that bad. the Beast is gross. The Beast is uh, not I, great, no. I do have to take issue with maybe he's a mutant. Who knows? Did you miss the 10,000 uh, uh, drums of toxic waste? Yeah, but he <laughs> didn't move down. He moved down there. He, don't, he, wasn't, he didn't get born down there. I assumed the toxic waste was what was making the rats big. Have I, you've probably seen more '90s cartoons than I have. <laughs> you know, toxic waste equals mutant. That's just mm. that's yes, what that means. Yes, but he moved down there. He wasn't born like he didn't. He he wasn't exposed to that before he came. I understand down there. what you're saying. Well, yeah. okay, maybe that maybe that just explains the giant rat. I, I yeah. I think Gotham City has had a terrifying sewer system since at least Bruce's time. Oh, probably absolutely. Long before. Yeah, it was bad back then. It's so much worse now that we have all these new chemicals to dump down there. Yeah. Yep. When she fell and in the water, it literally, like, I, it, it yeah, is it horrific. It so oh, squicks yeah. me out. Ugh. Honest, honestly, and, that didn't bother me as much as when she had to dive under, like, yes. hold her yeah. breath and dive under. That's that, bad. That got me. The, 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 the sewage water is 
perfectly colored, and this is a shout out to the artist on the show, perfectly colored yeah. to look like dirty piss. Yep. Yeah, no, that that disgusting green, brown, mm-hmm. yellow, just like, yeah, that is human waste right there. Yeah, yeah. You, you, uh, can't, you can't say it, but we all see mm-hmm. it. Writer's just like, uh, and then Dana swam around in some shit for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is definitely somebody's kink. Mm-hmm. They uh, they gave her like two new outfits in this one. Yeah, they yeah. ruined one, but yeah, she had yeah, another yeah. like orange thing too, which was yeah. like uh, yeah. she's worn exactly the same. Cl- like we praised Superman for giving Lois all these mm-hmm. different outfits, and then Dana's just had the same fucking white, like a uh, different white dress this yep. whole time. Lois Lois got to keep all the dresses, so there were none left over for Dana. Uh huh. In the future, you only need one dress. Hmm. I maybe that's true. Maybe they're like identical disposable garments or something i don't know Mm -hmm. actually tilo could you could you do that again but say it say it correctly in the future (laughs) you only need one dress thank you gotta stay on brand here (laughs) and that brand is the post-atomic horror from 2011 (laughs) everybody's favorite Uh well it's my favorite yeah um but maggie uh getting back to your your good thing Mm mm-hmm uh, yeah, Dana finally does something proactive, attempting to escape on her own and then fighting off giant rats with a flaming teddy bear on a stick. Mm-hmm. Guys, I think I might love Dana. Well, visually, Dana's outstanding. She looks good. Mm-hmm. The The visual of her holding that the flaming teddy bear is amazing. Yeah, she's just like, I'm just watching her like try and fucking escape from this place and just like, oh, you're great. You, mm-hmm. you deserve so much better than anything this show gives you. <laughs> Well, and I know, I know you've been you you know uh, going on a very long journey of like you you see a pretty girl and you're like, yeah, I could look like that. So I, I feel ah. like you've you've uh, you've got a bit of that going on as well. Like you see, you seem to really dig her aesthetic, is what mm-hmm, I'm saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very Which few humans can actually look like a, look like a Paul Dini character, though. I mean, you ain't kidding. Is is she a Paul Dini? I mean, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I'm not trying to nitpick no, because she that's she model. is even if she isn't. That's the model. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. But she's got um oh what was her name in the Runaways show? Cuz she's got this sort of pseudo goth like, Oh uh thing. uh is it Nico Nico? I think it's Nico. I think so, yeah. It's like um uh, you don't see a, a ton in in popular media mm-hmm. like in the world you do, but it, in yeah. popular media you don't see a ton of like uh sort of goth and goth adjacent mm-hmm. uh Asian ladies. Yeah. And She's got that look, which is very unique and and can really work. Mm-hmm. And I think she like you know like with the black lipstick is more yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah. than anything. Love a pseudo goth, love a regular goth, of course. But you know, in 1999, mm. making a character full on goth sent a certain signal. Yeah, a good signal. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. We'll, uh-huh. we'll get to that next episode. <laughs> that means that means people will make certain assumptions based on their mm. appearance because that's how cartoons work. That they worship Satan. Mm-hmm. Well, Satan's awesome, so or they have creepy mind powers mm-hmm. or something. Who knows? I don't know why I said that. Weird. Um, Tila, what was your good thing? <laughs> Uh, my good thing was at the very beginning, um, Terry and uh, Terry and, and dumb Dana and dumb Dana. How dumb was she? Um, mm-hmm. Terry and Dana are breaking up, and Max and Chelsea are literally watching pop, like watching them eating popcorn. It's mm-hmm. great. They're just like this is entertainment because they know mm-hmm. it's not going to last. It's not serious. Well, it feels like Terry and Dana break up twice a week. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. 
like are breaking up even more frequently now that Terry is Batman. Yeah. Oh, you so you think all this went on well before mm-hmm. like the Batman stuff started. Well, I think Terry was always kind of bad at being a boyfriend and now he's just bad at it for a different reason. Yeah. Huh. All right. I don't know. I, I haven't given that much thought. Because he was oh, kind of a right. jerk before. Like, now he's yeah, a jerk with um, with morals. Can I talk about the breakup for a second? Because... Yes. Of course. Okay. It bothers me why she breaks up with him. She mm-hmm. she breaks up with him, which she should break up with him, but she doesn't know that she should break up with him. <laughs> she is breaking up with him because he has a job and family obligations, which is mm-hmm. kind of privileged and not great. And no, she's breaking up with him because he's inconsiderate. Because he, he doesn't. Apparently, show up they for her don't dates. have cell phones, so he can't just call. He, they do. I and know. They've shown them. Her phone doesn't work when she's down in the sewer, so she has one. But yeah, what I'm saying is like this. I think this is a dumb reason to break up with him. Like, and be angry about it. Just be like, okay, mm. you, we can't be. We can't be boyfriend girlfriend because you can't give me what I want. I think it's the the inconsiderate part of it. I mm-hmm. think it's the if you called me or said you, like some people are just late a lot and some people are busy. Yeah. So you you make pl- you, you change the way you make plans. Mm-hmm. Don't don't say I will 100 like particularly in this episode he says I know how important this is. I'm so sorry. I will absolutely be there. Yeah, and then he's doodly doodly doodly, doodly he's not there. Yeah. yeah. But, well, I mean yeah. The other thing is he works for Bruce Wayne, someone who has uh, no idea how to. Um, there's uh, there's no such thing up. as there's no work life balance there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. None. Exactly. It's not work. It's it's your life's obsession. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. it. But anyway, she Bru- should break up with him for being a cheating mm-hmm. asshole. There mm-hmm. is the cheating thing that the show never ever really addresses. Just just not an issue last week. You know, like well, on the other hand, 16, 17 year old kids do that kind of shit all the time, and it's you know well yeah but if she knew she would murder Mm -hmm. him in his sleep yeah but it's but it's not the same as if if an adult in a serious relationship did it kids are fickle and flighty Mm -hmm. and you know that kind of shit happens if she knew that he cheated on her her father would kill him Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's yeah we do meet uh uh is it tan i think it's tan i think it's tan Tan. yeah um I, so we get a, a glimpse of her home life, which is pretty cool. Yeah, we get a l- glimpse of her home, too. Which... We get a glimpse of her problematic home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Well, Maggie, this is your bad thing? Yeah, uh, so the Tans household's uh, front yard is a giant zen garden with bonsai trees. Like, really? Come on, guys. And that walkway is I... not ADA compliant at all. Mm. <laughs> I get what they were going for. Mm-hmm. They want to say unquestionably, look, there's some representation happening here. This, these characters are mm-hmm. Asian. And in addition to that, I think they're saying this is very cyberpunk influenced. A lot of future sci-fi in the 80s thought everything was going to go like full on various shades of Asian in the future. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Absolutely. I think sort of combining those two mm-hmm. things <laughs> makes it vaguely I mean, racist. It's just like the, the image of her walking through her front yard and it's just, you know, again, Japanese Zen garden. Like, yeah. No, I think if various parts of Neo Gotham were Japanese influenced, mm-hmm. not necessarily the Tan household, yeah, that that would be good. It's just this one place. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's well it wasn't a mix of future and uh, Japanese. It yeah. was just yeah. straight up Japanese too. Yeah. 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 It's 12th century Japan here mm-hmm. in my yard. It's like, and if you'll go through this door, you'll walk through a Frank Miller comic from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Are you suggesting that Frank Miller might not be sensitive to portrayals of uh, non-white people? That's odd. Uh, 
ally might be just like a little blowing the lid off of uh comics darling who you know is uh mm-hmm. can do no wrong everybody's favorite uh-huh well many people's favorite mm-hmm. uh we also get a shot of dana's bedroom uh mm-hmm. which has a 12 foot heart-shaped bed in it i mean she just said daddy i want a 12 foot heart-shaped bed and daddy got it for mm-hmm. her yeah that tracks I al- she probably also, even though they, they probably don't have this anymore, she probably has like a retro, like a princess phone. Mm-hmm. You know, like the pink phone that you, you know, you, you lie on the bed sort of like on your stomach with your legs kicked up. You oh, know, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. how I record every episode of the show. Well, of course. Mm-hmm. And and it took you this long to figure out that <laughs> that you were you were leaning sort of toward the feminine side, really. L- listen. Denial, just a lot of denial. Okay. It's, denial's a hell of a of a hell of a drug, Al. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you see, that was ironic mm-hmm. because okay. Um, so my good thing we haven't talked about this yet yeah. is the throwaway villain I alluded to before, <laughs> which is Mad Stan. Yay. which uh, Maggie correctly called out in her notes, and everyone says this. Like you, you were not the first person to observe this. Is the old tick character the evil midnight bomber? What bombs at midnight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was combined with yeah. the personality of Mad Stan's voice actor, who is Henry Rollins. Yeah, Yay. I was I was watching it and I was like, feels like they really wanted to get Henry Rollins to do this bit. And then I looked it up and, and I was did. like, oh, yep. No, and the DC Wiki pointed this out, and I'm glad they did because I would not recognize this reference. It's apparently a riff on his character from Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. Oh. Who also just ranted angrily about the ills of society? No, no kidding. Here's the thing. Uh, I've I've seen uh, Henry Rollins do stand uh, like spoken word live. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's it's one of those performances where you're 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 quite concerned that you might see uh, an actual person drop dead of an aneurysm or a coronary on the stage. Mm-hmm. So oh, there, that's just part of his act. I, I there is he's actually there is angry. stuff going there's on with of, that man's neck. There's a lot that, of uh, ranting mm-hmm. and screaming. Yes, a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. a lot of ranting. So the ranting is I, is is earned. And that's that's Mad Stan. Mad mm-hmm. Stan has bombs, <laughs> thinks society is wrong, and is going to blow up a library, which is the dumbest thing, and I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's, he, he, I, as I recall, I might be remembering wrong, but I'm pretty sure he shows up a few more times just sort of in the background mm-hmm. as, you know, like, this character cannot carry an episode. He no. is not psychologically complex or interesting enough to be a main villain, but he's a perfect throwaway. Uh, Terry's got to get to his mm-hmm. date, and instead he's got to fight this asshole who's like, and and the way he fights, mm-hmm. the fucking like he sticks a bomb to Terry's head, yeah, just, just directly applies it to his head, yep, and pulls him through a bookshelf. Mm-hmm. It's it's so funny. It was fantastic. A, I usually don't. I pretty much zone out during fight scenes, but that mm-hmm. was that was pretty good. Yeah, you and I are very similar in that regard. But he is visually interesting, and the things that he does are so fucking weird. Yep. Yep. And he thinks. He will solve the problem of societal information overload by blowing up the library. <laughs> yeah, it's like um, I'm gonna find the most static, uh, non-obtrusive version of information overload, mm-hmm. uh, and instead of like I don't know, going to a server farm or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, I guess well, people also, in the '90s didn't know what a server farm was. <laughs> I, they must have known the internet came from somewhere. Uh, I don't think that's no. true. <laughs> no. Just a big computer in a room. You could you could pull that off. Al, it's a series of tubes. Yes, yes. No, that it's didn't like come a, around until the mid-2000s. It's mid like 2000s. a truck. 
It's a big truck that you can put uh, that. Okay, on. that. Okay, so they got an old truck they like to work on. I yep. understand now. Hmm. No, I. One thing I, I know about Mad Stan, he's got an old truck he likes to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> but they've like he he's clearly a well-read man. Mm-hmm. Like he he throws around some five-dollar words. So it, it really, Stan, come on, man. Mm-hmm. You're you're blowing up books, which is how other people could get smart like you. Uh, you're kind of mad, I guess. Mm-hmm. I I really when I didn't I didn't I didn't remember this character. So when they said Mad Stan, I was like, Bruce says Mad Stan, and I'm like, okay, mad like crazy or mad like angry, and very quickly, both, <laughs> mostly the angry. I really. Oh no. Well, yeah, definitely crazy too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's both. Um, he's also selling uh, used TVs, and his prices are crazy. <laughs> no, that was that was what he was before he became Mad Stan. Mm-hmm. Then, then it like then you know, then something happened. Like a, I'm trying to think of what would cause an origin. Like a, a bomb fell on him. Yep. That doesn't seem right. He fell into a vat of bombs. He fell into That's a it. pile of books. Mm-hmm. Mm, there you go. And now he wants to blow them up. Yep. Just hate uh. books so much. But he's he's absolutely delightful, and and then uh, as the fight escalates, uh, Bruce says, uh, "Don't get him on a rant, or he's unstoppable." <laughs> yeah, is he like a is he like a character from Punch Out? <laughs> is he Dennis Miller? <laughs> like, oh yeah, well, he doesn't want to get off on a rant. Here. It sounds like um, a bad like like what uh what the morning talk show radio DJ would ex- describe his uh his his spoken word act as. Yeah, mm. don't get me started. Yeah, but I just I love the idea of once he starts yelling about bullshit you can't beat him in a fight yeah, he's that's just such an old to... video game kind yep. of thing well it gets his adrenaline up you know mad stan used so. rant attack it did 10 damage he's he's like the hulk i guess the angrier he gets the, mm-hmm. the harder he is to beat i mean he just yeah yeah that makes right. sense. Make the only thing that would make the hulk better is if he uh in addition to getting ang- getting stronger when he was angry was also got really henry political. rollins Oh yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking if he was also Henry Rollins because dude, that guy's pretty. Uh, I would pretty watch uh, Green Henry Rollins. Yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I suppose we should get back to talking about Rat Boy. Uh, do we have Rat to? Boy. Look, yes, you have a bad thing to talk about. Well, I do. Um, first of all, I want to say, um, I don't think that Rat Boy like went to the chili place and like tried to walk in and give them money and give them chili. Mm-hmm. I really think he just walked in there with his rats and was like, "Okay, well, give me some chili." Like I don't think mm-hmm. he even tried to do it right. Is oh what no, I'm no. Why? Do, why does everyone think I'm a freak just because I walk into like you know pristine like clean mm-hmm. eating establishments with my gross sewer rats. covered yep. in shit and then go go my children of the night. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, people don't like me because I'm different. No, oh. it's because you try to rob places with your rats. That's steal, mm-hmm. steal the precious chili for the woman I kidnapped. I was, I was getting. I wish he sounded. Yeah, that he does evil. not uh-huh. sound like You're that. You're doing at a all. good Palpatine voice there. He yeah. just yep. sounded like a dork. Uh huh. His voice was, was good the. Casting. His voice was the 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 voice actor is the uh, youngest child on the uh, Home Improvement TV show. Oh yeah, I know oh. that kid. He also became a goth. <laughs> well it it wasn't bad like you know as ever the voice casting is good like mm-hmm. he he sounded exactly like a a loser who was stalking a high school girl yeah. would sound like mm-hmm. i think yeah well, but yeah yeah so here's my bad thing is that uh-huh. the progression from harmless to, 
kidnapper. I was going to question your wording here. Harmless kidnapper. Is that yeah, a I know. thing that exists in your Harmless world? Harmless kidnapper eh, about there's, town. There's varying degrees of kidnapping harm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Anyway, he went from the kidnapper, like, like polite kidnapper to <laughs> I'm making my rats eat you super abruptly. And I, I know they don't get a lot of time to tell a story, but there was like it was there was no build up, and also there was no like cool heel turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I, there was no inciting thing to make him go crazy. Yeah. I do appreciate that he sucks so badly that if he's inconvenienced even slightly, he will have he will have his army of giant rats murder you. <laughs> yeah, he made it pretty clear that it, several children, and it was I, this is one of the problems I had with it. I thought he was in love with Dana, which he probably was because mm-hmm. there were roses and things. Yeah, but. Also, he's like, uh, I bring different kids down here so they can live with me because we're outcasts. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, which is it? Dana is gorgeous, mm-hmm. and the the only way she is an outcast is that her boyfriend kind of sucks. That, yeah. that doesn't really track. Let me tell you what a white rose means in flower language, because I know you care. Um, a, mm-hmm. a white rose conveys a strong, pure love and deep respect, and not only single, signals a level of humility, but also conveys an everlasting love and devotion between two people. Well, all his notes said, I'll be there for you, so it's either that or the show Friends. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think it might be that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, T, could you tell me what a kiss from a rose means? It means that you you need to stop taking acid. Oh man! Kiss, because Rose can't. Roses can't actually kiss you. Take that seal. <laughs> He's definitely on drugs in that in that music video. You mean the movie Batman? Whatever, I Batman forget Forever. Batman I mean, yeah. just in the parts where, in the like two second bits where he's singing mm. in between da, the da, movie da, clips. Da, 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 I'm pretty sure da, da, the movie is Batman Whatever, not Batman Forever. <laughs> I mean, I. Yeah. Uh huh. Featuring Dr. Um, Chase Meridian. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, but... I mean... They do, at the beginning, in the news stories, uh, talk about how people are going missing and there's giant Mm -hmm. man-eating rats. Well, and this is my In the Future. future. TV news will be exactly the same. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. I, um, I will say Just this. Just a sensationalist bullshit about these giant sewer mm-hmm. rats. Uh, I will say this, though. A guy who uh, just is, has been feeding children to giant sewer rats is probably the worst person Terry's fought, fought in this show. At least since the yeah, billionaire who disappeared his skin. That's true. He's, But he is basically a worse version of the sewer king who already kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. At least he didn't try to turn orphans against him. We did that one. Already. Uh-huh. Yeah. My army um, of orphans. Mm-hmm. Orphan. Little, little orphan, orphan boy. boy. So my bad thing. I think they actually could have pulled this not very good episode together. Mm-hmm. I think, like, you could save this in the last minute and a half. Mm-hmm. If this was the episode where he told Dana he was Batman. Yeah. Like, hey, you went through a lot of shit. I haven't been showing up. Here is why. Mm-hmm. I am so sorry. And either she accepts that or she doesn't. But this could be the moment where you're like, okay, you got a whole season and a half out of like uh, the uh, secret identity thing, if that's really what you want to do. But now you could tell a different kind of story for the rest of the show. And they didn't do that. They just went back to the fucking like status quo. Yeah. So it's just... they, they had a real opportunity here, though. Like, yeah, seriously, they... this whole 22 minutes would have been 
great mm-hmm. if it had just paid off in that. Yeah, like it could have been like a real big turning point for the series, and instead it's just like, well, I sure don't know who Batman is, and neither do you. No, and it would have justified Dana going through all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's, that's, I mean, that's not why she's in extra danger here, mm-hmm. but that's why Batman came to rescue me from the worst day of my life. Yeah. I just feel bad for her all the time. I mean, yeah, you're supposed to, but I, I, even now we had, we spent a whole episode with her and I still don't really know who she is. Mm-hmm. Well, I know she likes chili, which honestly, that's <laughs> a pretty good, uh, that's awesome. <laughs> Tilo, I'm glad you called out the fact that she put on her best white dress mm-hmm. and went out for chili. Uh, yeah, that is I, fucking bonkers. And she knew she was going out to chili. She didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was not a surprise. No, this is the hot place that the kids go to right yeah. now. Which is, I mean, look, this happens. Yeah. Like, wear a red no dress. No real sense, to idiot. Dana. Yeah. <laughs> Dana likes to get real sloppy with her chili. <laughs> I guess so. Look, I won't even eat ribs if I go out on a date. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just d- d- on a you... first date, yeah, yeah, I see. No, that. ever, you know, once, once, really. So once you get to know the person, mm-hmm. you're still nope, no, no ribs in front. Never let them see. No, they, I, no, mm. I just don't eat ribs in front of the other humans. That's. I mean, that's fair. Because it, it's, I will be messy yeah. about it. I, okay, Kilo, So will everyone. Someday when things are back to normal, I'm taking you for ribs. <laughs> yeah, we're all going out to the rib house. Yeah. And we're all just gonna watch you. Let's ask ask Flunk where the good one is. He'll know. Uh-huh. He's the yep. he's the expert. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hashtag ribs, ribs, ribs. That uh, <laughs> that dude knows how to chew on some bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a rat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Flunk, I'm sorry. I did not mean to imply you were rat boy. You were not rat boy. That's your brother. Uh, uh, wow. <laughs> I didn't say it. He's my nemesis. Wow, David's not even here to defend himself. No, David's one. never around to defend himself. I know. What a terrible thing to say about someone who, who just uh, can't even speak up for themselves. Anyway. Um, yes? My quote would be good about to talk uh, to, to go with okay, the- Okay, uh, what, what do you got? Too bad you can't tell Dana what you've really been doing at night. And what he's really doing at night is kissing blonde girls. Mm-hmm. Well, he did that- <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to deny that he did twice. that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to excuse it, but he <laughs> no. only did it the one time. Twice. Mm, the first time they had broken up. They were on a they break. They were on a break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll be there for you. Ugh. Yep. Uh, Terry's better than Ross, but not much better. Not, not <laughs> At in... least he says pivot better. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's a bad boyfriend. He's like a good person, yes. but a bad yeah. boyfriend. We all know that, mm-hmm. but also he could like with a with a little bit of tweaking, he could just be a little better. Yeah. But he's not. It is like, uh it's very Spider Man. Yeah, I mean of course it is. Mm. I don't think Spider Man's um, a cheating asshole, is he? Oh there that so. black cat stuff oh, definitely oh, didn't oh, always oh, happen oh, when oh. he was he was he, he and uh MJ were broken up when he was dating Black Cat. They, so they were on a break, is what you're saying. Yeah. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I've pretty not sure that's thought the about exact... that TV show so much in 800 years. <laughs> well, not since it popped up on the uh, Mouth Sounds Guys album, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I had one more thing I wanted to mention, which is there is a, and I'm, I bet you both recognize this too because it was very good. The little piece of animation where Dana's just getting out of the sewer water and she's fixing her dress, and she fixes her boobs. Mm-hmm. This is it's not it's not sexual. It's just a very good. 
oh, this is really uncomfortable, and this dress is very small, and I'm covered in water, and I need to make sure I'm covered okay. It was it was just a nice little animation flourish, mm. I thought. That is literally the exact move I do when I get out of a pool in a bathing suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I feel like, you just got to like tug studied... everything up and make sure everything's tucked in still. I, I feel like they studied the body language of someone who mm. would be in that situation. Yep. And like again it wasn't gross it wasn't like hey look you can see skin look how look how sexy she's covered in sewage it's mm. not sexy it's just a nice moment of her trying to reclaim what tiny bit of dignity she still can and it's it was it was just a nice little bit it's yeah, yeah it's like a very business like little motion let's, yeah, let's get rings, back to saving myself dress now out as much as she can and, yep yeah it's good let's get slightly less shit on this thing <laughs> mm-hmm. but but only slightly oh god <laughs> Now it's not dripping it's off. So of me. disgusting. Terrence, it was very gross. Terrence, you've got the uh, the note here. Ew, she's walking in sewage, and I can only read that in the uh, tune from Walking in Memphis. Because <laughs> <laughs> she's walking in sewage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, giant steps are what you take when you're walking on walking on the shit. <laughs> I was trying to find something that rhymed there. Walking on, nope. walking on the poo. There you go. <laughs> This is why we work together. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, I think that's everything I got. And uh, Terry shouldn't have beat up all those rats. I don't think that was right. I think okay. Terry should have beat up more rats. No. How do you think he should have handled the rats then? Just like lock them in, like trick them into going into a, a freezer or something. I don't know. But don't <laughs> don't beat up. This you you don't blame the owner. When a dog, you don't, you don't blame, you blame the owner when a dog is mean, not the dog. It's not the, it's not the animal's fault. But, but what that means is you don't put the dog down. You still defend yourself if the dog's trying to bite you. Yeah. I mean, don't hit them. Just don't just try to bite me. Also, Bruce you build Terry some rat proof armor. Like, yes, there we go. Yeah. Well, things only happen to Batman once. Mm-hmm. Like then Bruce is like never again, and he just adds a thing to yep. it. So like, can't believe he'll I... have rat tasers or something. Can't believe I never fought giant rats back in the day. Yeah, that is weird. Mm-hmm. That's weird. I fought giant weird farm animals weird. before I fought giant rats. What yeah, is going on weird. with my life? <laughs> well, that's that. You better not pull on that thread, Bruce. Uh-huh. <sighs> I do think it's funny that we were all grossed out much more by the sewer water than we were by the rats. Mm-hmm. Look, the rats the, were fine. The rats weren't great. I didn't have a great time with the rats, but uh, uh, so you were a little you were a little grossed mm-hmm. out. I think I think we weren't. But uh the um the meticulously rendered sewer water is much worse. Yes. Hey, yes. They they yeah. put their whole hearts into that sewer water and it shows. Yeah. Because- One of the most disturbing images of the series. Mm-hmm. Because the rats did a cute thing where they like rubbed up against Rat Boy like they were cats. And it was real cute. Uh, and then I was like, that's oh, all it takes for you. Babies. Uh-huh. I just, all I can picture is them rubbing their giant ticks off on him. Nah. Mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot of ticks oh, underground. That, that guy's swarming in all kinds of parasites. Uh-huh. Though, like, gross. You know. Here, have a jelly well. bean. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Also, Tilo, I am very pleased you didn't, your take wasn't, aw, Rat Boy's cute. Because I was half expecting that with you and your brand. Uh, you know, he was he was too gross to be cute. Like like visually, he's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't like. I'm sure someone would have been his friend. Well, but... He's got a real mm-hmm. Nosferatu thing going on. Eh, like he's fine. I, it's not my thing. Some but Phantom I can of see the it. Opera in there too. Oh yeah. yeah. I feel like he could have made it work instead mm-hmm. of retreating underground and kidnapping people. 
Well, if you lean into it instead of wearing a gross baseball cap that's probably also covered in shit, like yeah, you know, exactly. Oh, yeah, everything he had. He's like the he's like the mutants in Futurama. He has to wait for someone to flush it down the toilet yep. before he can have it. There's people who are getting spliced now to look like animals. I mean, he could literally mm. just either lean into that or get turned mm. into a different animal. Yeah. Oh, I don't. You or don't like being a rat boy. himself back to human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you don't like being a rat. Then try giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> or or some weird amalgam of the two and be a giraffe. <laughs> anyway, there's science. Could have helped. Yes, but, absolutely. But he, but he was a shitty call. person, so you can't really, you can't. I mean, literally covered in shit. Yeah, yeah. science I mean, some... doesn't help you not be a shitty person. Yeah. Yep. It's like, look, I I'm sorry like... that you have a, I'm sorry you have a bad face, but that doesn't mean it's a good idea to go live in the sewer and feed people to rats. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I did like that Dana, when she got to the point where she was just straight up insulting him, never said anything about his appearance. Mm. That was a nice little detail that could have been real easy to say, "You're a freak who looks like a rat." What she said was, "This is unpleasant. Mm-hmm. I, you shouldn't treat people like this." And that was that was good. I'm glad they did that. She does say it to herself at one point, though. Yeah, but that's that's a little unpleasant. Mm-hmm. But it's not as bad as like I. It's a good. I don't know. I don't know if it was I, even I, conscious, but it's a good message to send. Like, don't don't insult someone's appearance. That's shitty. And I mean, like, also, I get it. If you know someone kidnaps you and and you have to crawl through a sewer, yeah, maybe take a couple of pot shots at his at his appearance in the moment. You know, when like, you're when you're terrified, yeah. you're going to fall to your death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or drown in other people's waste. <laughs> yeah. What a horrible way to go. Uh, what a way to go go. We have a lot of fun here at uh, Kids Love Batman. Uh, do we? I mean, I'm having a lot of fun right now. Okay. <laughs> well, did you have fun watching Mind Games? Yeah, I, I guess. Why don't you tell us? All right, so Terry springs into action to save a weird family whose car is struck by lightning. Because sometimes a family is Rocky Horror, the bad guy from the Chipmunks Adventure, and Wednesday <laughs> Adams. Anyway, Terry is perfectly willing to let these weirdos go when Wednesday starts psychically projecting to him at art, during class while he's trying to identify which presidents came after Clinton. The boring one is certainly one way to describe the post-Clinton years. Maybe Gore got elected in the DCAU? Oh, God, is Batman beyond the good future? Ugh. Anyway, Wednesday is able to psychically project her surroundings to Terry, who traces her to a swank Gotham hotel and then brings Max to stake the place out. Feels like the kind of thing your girlfriend might enjoy, Terry, but uh, I don't know, maybe you forgot that she exists again. I get it, she was only kidnapped by sewer rats last week. Terry and Max spot the lady from Chipmunks and Rocky chatting with a large albino man, and then Terry changes into Batman mode and gets his ass kicked by Rocky. He gets sand in his face when pushed to the ground. (laughs) Afterward, Terry heads to the Batcave to learn more about Wednesday. He contacts her again and then uses the Batcomputer to identify her from a list of missing children. There sure are a lot of these, Terry says. Listen. There are 46 different villains living in the sewers, and each of them has an Oliver Twist-style gang of kids out pickpocketing for them. I'm only one man, says Bruce. (laughs) Anyway, Terry identifies the kid and then heads to her apartment to look for clues. Her dad finds him in Wednesday's bedroom, and after hitting Terry with a broom, fills him in on who Wednesday is and how she came to be. She's psychic, and they sent her to a special school to learn about her powers. A school for gifted youngsters, if you will. But instead of giving her her own series guest-starring Wolverine, canceling said series, forgetting about the character for three years, and then killing her off in a crossover to raise the stakes as is right and proper, uh, the creeps have just absconded with her. Terry vows to find the kid and bring her home, and then goes to investigate the school. 
Once there, he finds the albino psychic guy again who also kicks the shit out of him. A lot of that going around this week. Then he goes and tucks his little brother in and reflects that he really does love that kid when he's unconscious and his mouth is shut. <laughs> Wednesday contacts Terry again, telling him that she's being held on a boat. Okay, says Terry. Where? In the water, Wednesday replies angrily. Jesus, I thought you were a detective. Sure enough, Terry finds the boat, fights Rocky and Chipmunk's lady, who is apparently called Bombshell because she can explode stuff by snapping her fingers like she's one of the jets. And eventually enough asses have been kicked that Wednesday is rescued and then sent to a farm upstate where she can run and play and be happy. Okay, the final image of this episode is a ghostly image of her Mm -hmm. hovering there, so you're not wrong to imply she might be dead, because that's sure how the vibe I got. Mm -hmm. And everyone knows as soon as you send someone to a school for special kids, everything is perfectly fine forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, then it turns out the creator's real transphobe. Uh, I was about to say you had some axes to grind in this summary, but uh, kind of shifted to some uh, more personal axes uh, here. Look, I got a lot of axes. We can grind them all one at a time if you want. Uh, that's fine. No, I I, I got a lot of problems with up... you people, and you're going to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quite pick up on your your X Men thing here. I just I wanted to call that out for oh, any yeah. listeners who you know might know. No, that's just uh, the, the X Men enjoy in- introducing characters who are supposed to be important. Nobody wanting to read their series, so they kill them off in a big crossover because they're expendable. Ah, no one cares about see- I don't know the third knife girl we have. <laughs> see, this is one of the many reasons I have a hard time getting into the X Men mm-hmm. because there's. 800,000 characters, and I don't know which ones are important mm-hmm. except Wolverine, who I don't really care about. I highly recommend building your identity around it as a way of coping with the with the, the uh, quarantine. I mean, I've, I've got my own madness mm-hmm. there. Thank yep. you. I think we've all got our own, you know. I got my stupid robots. Sure. It's, it's basically the same yeah. thing. Yeah. This, uh, this actually reminded me a lot of Legion, the TV show. Oh, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, just a lot of psychic fighting. Mm-hmm. Which itself is, like, tangentially related to the X-Men. Exactly. No, uh, no Aubrey Plaza, though, unfortunately. Well, yeah. Or uh, Groovy Jermaine Clement. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh. I loved Groovy I, Jermaine. I wasn't a particular fan of Legion, but I watched those bits because that was mm-hmm. that was just, like, I could just put it on mute, just the aesthetic yeah. of him. It was, yes. It was delightful. Yes. No, this is a, I mean, this is a story that's been told a lot, and I'm pretty sure we've seen it in the DC universe mm-hmm. already. Oh, yeah. Like, it's. The gifted kid whose gifts are being used for evil. Mm-hmm. That's pretty typical. Yep. What's that movie yeah. I just watched? The... Uh, I don't know. The gifted you watched kid, it, not us. You have to tell us. Gifted, gifted horror gifted kids. Oh, uh, the girl it. with all the gifts? No, no, no. X-Men horror. Uh, oh, New Mutants. Oh, the New, new Mutants. New Mutants, yeah. 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 I thought that movie never came out. It didn't. I I kind of wish it hadn't. I I watched a pirated copy. It never came out. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Anyway, um, it reminded me of that a little bit. That's bad. Mm -hmm. Of course not. I I would never Mm -hmm. with movies that actually come out. Film companies deserve to have your money because they're so great. Brand. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't uh, download a Rat Boy. I would not download a Rat Boy. I download basically Mm -hmm. anything else though. Yeah. I would totally download a car. Mm -hmm. Yep. You guys downloading cars in here? Let me in on that. Yeah. No, oh, my fucking car printer ran out of ink. I want to download a car. I fucking hate when you run out of car toner. I know. Uh, anyway, you were you were trying to compare this to New Mutants. Is there was there anything more to that or just no? Just it just like felt that? sort of like that. I don't know. Okay. I've got New Mutants on the brain. Mm. Well, it's 
it's like I say, it's a story. I mean, I think a fire starter. We were talking about this before we started recording, and there are stories before mm-hmm. that. But like, that's sort of pop culturally, that's the one yeah. that kind of stands out as like the big one that, that got everyone copying it. Mm-hmm. X Files did thirty episodes. Oh yeah, like X Files did this every six episodes. Like yeah. Well, gee, Mulder, and... it's time to go find another psychic child who's being kidnapped by the government. Mm-hmm. I think it one, I think at one point it's my kid. Yep. That wasn't weird at all. I'd uh, I'd bailed by that point. I watched the entire show. I'm really sorry to hear that, especially no. after the new, you... especially after the new season. And I like X Files. I did not care for the new season bits, but bad. I liked Robert Patrick. Nobody in the world liked Robert Patrick but me. Mm-hmm. I don't think the problem people had was that he was good or bad. No, I no, think no. The they problem just... that they had was that he replaced the main character they were invested in after eight mm-hmm. years or whatever. You think? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not his fault he's Cousin Oliver. Yeah, yeah. I remember Chris Carter at the time was all like, well, we can do the X-Files without uh, without Mulder, and me going, no. No. Uh. Mm-hmm. I think you and most of the viewing public said mm-hmm. that. It's not the same I, show. I came and went on that show, mm-hmm. like, you know, every now and sure. then. But uh, I, I definitely, like, no, you can have Star Trek without Captain Picard. Look, here's the uh, Captain, I don't know, this guy mm-hmm. show. Uh-huh. Uh, Welcome yeah, to this... X Files Talk. Uh, if I had my way, <laughs> we did that. Mm-hmm. You did an episode, we... didn't you? Yeah, when mm-hmm. Post Atomic Horror ran out of Star Trek to review for a little while, there we did a handful of things, yeah. and Maggie said, "Let's do an X Files," mm-hmm. and I said, "All right." Um, but my point is, this one, I not one of my favorites either, just because this is a tired story, and I don't think they brought anything yeah. into it. I didn't find it bad. I just found it boring mm-hmm. well it's yes, e- everything about it you've seen a million times you know like i mean this is my bad thing this one sure had a lot of batman punching and being punched mm-hmm. that was basically it yeah he got his Not ass kicked good. a whole lot this week i'm fine with that mm-hmm. and honestly i had the note in the previous episode that uh, just the, the, the that episode the rats episode might have been his least dignified showing between having a bomb stuck to his head, being pushed, pulled through a bookshelf, and then fighting a bunch of rats in the sewer, mm-hmm. I think uh, not. Like people like uh, like uh, uh, Lil Matt McGinnis are like Batman's so cool. If they saw him that week, they wouldn't think that. <laughs> I don't think I like Batman anymore. He smells like shit, mm. and he's covered in rat bites. And he's got a <laughs> bomb on his head. <laughs> uh, Terry, you got a little something right, right? No, a little higher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there it is. I mean. If he'd done the library fight second, then it would be like tarring and feathering him, and he just had like book pages stuck to him. <laughs> just sort of stumbles out of the library covered in pages, ruining the library yeah. even more yep. so. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the this poor this periodical kind of... section <laughs> never recover. This episode just kind of bored me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was kind of boring, so. I'm glad to hear you say that because you usually like this kind of I thing. I do, and I actually, I my good thing, I actually really enjoyed the fight with Edgar, the uh, big albino guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Some good use of hitting a guy with a six with a stick psychically. There was some excellent animation. Like the animation style was, uh, <laughs> what I wrote down was, oh, in the style of a bunch of anime mm-hmm. I hadn't mm-hmm. seen. That's funny. Like, I wrote, I also noticed that. Like I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. No, no, it absolutely was. I just didn't have the frame of reference to recognize it, yeah. but it was so yeah. clearly influenced by some, like, some very well animated anime. Mm-hmm. Like they were, they were drawing on some 
some good stuff and they yeah. made it work really well, I thought. Time to watch Akira again. Mm, that that's that's yeah. my go-to and I was like, okay, but anime is a vast tapestry yeah. of things. There are more movies than Akira for fuck's there sake. Are, no, but there are Batman Beyond clearly has Akira as a as an influence. Well, I mean it's a good influence. Mm. But, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's a but, really cool scene. Yeah, yeah. No. It yeah. They made that one fight interesting, but the rest of them, particularly fighting, you know, in, as you said, Rocky Horror. Indestructible mm-hmm. man. That's that's what he's called in the credits. Like, I looked him up uh, to, like, mm-hmm. what the hell is this guy's name? I'm going to have to refer to him a whole bunch. And it's like the indestructible man. Yeah. Like that didn't come up ever. Yeah. Yeah, if they don't bring it up in the episode, yeah. then you just need to put something in the script and mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. That's like, I know that trick. You just, it doesn't matter. Hey, officer, there, mm-hmm. done. Yep. What what this felt like to me was like, it felt like this was a team of baddies that were from something else, so mm-hmm. I should have already known them. Yep. What I was surprised by was that the little girl's last name was Calder, which is yeah. <laughs> the chief's last name in Doom Patrol, but I don't think that, I think that was just a coincidence. Yeah, I had that note too. It's just, hey, hang on a second. Mm-hmm. My she's my daughter. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. All of season two of Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. Why can't there be more Doom Patrol right now? Is there is? They just tweeted this week that they started shooting more. Oh, I want, awesome. but I want to see it right now. We're getting a fourth season of Doom Patrol. There, there should God's not sake. have been a second season of Doom Patrol. Yes. and I love Doom Patrol. Yes. Me too. It's a beautiful gift. Mm-hmm. But like, it, the, the, there's no way on God's earth that that, that should exist. Like, <laughs> no, we, were, we were talking about this before the show too. That there, uh, you guys were telling me I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. That apparently there's going to be a show based on the Marvel character Echo. Yep. And I was like, like I have no real opinion of that character. Mm-hmm. My reaction was, how far down the list do we have <laughs> to get for us to get an Echo? Like, I it could be a great character. It could be a great mm-hmm. show. I'm not disparaging it at all. It's just. That is not a well-known character that people are lining up for. Yeah. That's a that's pretty far down the list. Yeah, no. no, but uh, it does have like a lot of really good uh, represent- representation opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. No, I'm not. Yeah. Again, it could be outstanding. Like everyone loves that uh, Peacemaker show now too. And again, that's another one where everyone was like, "This character, yeah, right? really? Yeah, so, I was uh, just like Doom Patrol. It could work. I it's was just very sure that show was going to suck. Yeah, we're very spoiled for choice mm-hmm. now. Yep. This is- Maybe the watch... only good thing about living through this yeah. horrible future. Yeah. We can watch anything we want, mm-hmm. any kind uh, of mm-hmm. any kind of anything we want. <sighs> really enjoying kind of all of these uh, bread and circuses they're handed us. You know, just yep. great time. Yeah. Yum! Mm-hmm. I love bread. Give me mm-hmm. some more bread. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's see, Tilo. What was your bad thing? My bad thing? Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, I had a hard time finding a bad thing. Not because there wasn't bad things. It was just that it was. Like everything it wasn't was, a lot to call out no. specifically. Kind of, yeah, everything was meh. But mm-hmm. usually the show is really good at future slang. But at one point, I think Max says, "Grip yourself, tear." Yeah, I'm like, no, you guys need a 12 year old boy in the room. You really mm-hmm. do. I, you know, that wasn't even my first thought. No, I just thought it sounded clumsy. But you're right. It's it's clumsy, and it also has a, it's also dirty. Yeah, gir- yep. a connotation. I don't know. Max might have done that on purpose. <laughs> you know what? Max like, looked great when she when she dressed up for that. Yep. Yep. Not yeah, to not and to derail. Um, no, you're my right. other thing, but um, <laughs> not not to derail this uh, potential twenty minute conversation about Terry McGinnis's masturbation habit. Yeah, uh, yeah, let's yeah. talk about anything else. Let's anything else. Uh, Max looks so good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, she. Did. I love her so much. I wish. Yeah. 
there was more of her. I mm-hmm. know there's a, it's a good amount, but uh, I would rather have her like. I'm glad she's not his love interest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I like I can... that he has a female friend mm-hmm. who's just his friend yeah. and that's it. I was telling you earlier, I get a strong like uh not into guys vibe from her, but yeah. you you but you were saying that you might you, you were saying she, she, she might lean by. Yeah. I could see that. She's definitely not straight. That's mm-hmm. we can all agree on that. Yeah. Definitely not straight, 100%. Yeah. But I I I still enjoy her and yeah, Maggie, you got a good laugh out of saying he should have brought Dana, mm-hmm. but I mean, no, he shouldn't. No, what? it's an investigation, and she doesn't know he's Batman. Mm-hmm. Like, I just if she had known he was Batman, mm-hmm. maybe yes. But instead, yes. she would just be mad at him again for leaving in the middle of dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Max understands and also is getting a free fancy dinner out of it, so I will have lobster. She'll enjoy Thank it on you. her own. Yeah. No, I like I like that she benefits from this. It's not all because we also get her. Um, helping him with his homework, mm-hmm. which I actually thought was a good use of Max. Oh, yeah. Like, she's his school friend. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have time to do school shit. So when he's just on his boring patrol and there's no crime to fight, she's quizzing yeah. him. That's that's a that's a good I like use that of a her. Lot, you know? In addition to being like a, a badass researcher and hacker mm-hmm. and all that, like she also, yeah, you need help with your personal mm-hmm. life, man. It's a shambles because you're Batman. I'm going to help you pass history. That's pretty cool. I can't imagine he was a good student even before he became Batman. Oh, no. Probably not. But the thing is, we joke about him being dumb, but he's not that dumb. No. I bet he could, like, he's going to graduate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it feels but like more like a jock you know. that just doesn't try. <laughs> I could see that. I don't know. Maybe he just needs the right, just, like, focus. Just coasting through school on his high cut uh, scholarship. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that the right pronunciation? I think so, yes. Yeah. Yep. They kind of, you kind of drop the A a little bit. Like you kind of say highlight. Oh, highlight. Because it just kind of flows together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, highlights for kids. Yes, exactly that. Um, my good thing. My thing. Yes. Is, um. Grip yourself out. There's a moment. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's, that's the problem I was and I was very distracted. Yeah, I, the, what I was going to say is uh, she she walked in on him once, and uh, now she's giving him shit for mm. it. Um, now, there's a moment when Terry comes home and checks in on little Maddie. That's legit sweet. Oh, yeah. Like, just a nice little, this kidnapped kid really has me messed up in the head, and I'm glad the small child in my life is doing okay. That's like, he doesn't say it out loud. Mm. They never say a word about it. It's just, I just got home, and I just checked in, and my little brother's sleeping peacefully, yeah. and I'm glad about that. And it's, it's a nice little character moment. Well, and that w- combined with the, like, geez, there's a lot of missing kids thing, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. I really like Terry just like, oh, I, I No, I and we've called that out about him before, yeah. like, that he cares a little more than Bruce yeah. does. Bruce, Bruce does care. Well, Bruce but, has also been know. doing this for, like, his entire life, you know? Like, he's... Yeah. You know, he can't go out there and do shit like he used to. But early in the first animated series, mm-hmm. he, uh, like, they showed, they did it, they made it a lot of extra effort to show him helping out at soup kitchens yeah. and, like, a, a lot of, like, helping marginalized people and mm-hmm. stuff like that, which is good. But I think as he gets older, he probably just pours money into that stuff. He doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. He just writes a check. That's it. Yeah. And big checks. Oh, yeah. It's a nice oh, yeah. big check. Yeah. But I like. Like, I continue to like the relationship mm-hmm. between uh, Terry and Matt. Yeah. And I particularly like, uh, actually, it was the previous episode. There's just a moment where they're hanging out quietly together. Mm-hmm. It's it's so brief, 
but it's you have those moments where you fight with your siblings, mm-hmm. but then you also have those I'm do I'm playing a video game sitting right at the foot of your bed because you were the coolest person I yep. know. I'd never tell you that in the in a, in a million years, but I believe that while you do your homework. Well, the, and it was it was just a nice little sweet. It's thing. also in during that scene. I don't know if you noticed this or not. They're doing the same thing basically. Yes. Like they're both reading a book and then they both turn the page at the same time, like the same way. Oh, I didn't. I thought he was playing a Game Boy. I didn't. Oh, catch it, that, it might have been that's... like they do. So, they do something where like they. But their movement is yeah, yeah synchronized. Yeah, it's really cool. That is cute. Yeah. No, but I like just that quiet. They're not fighting all the yeah. time. Sometimes they're just like hanging out in his room, mm-hmm. and it's okay. Well, it's like you know he likes his brother. It's just like little brothers are annoying. Yeah, but that's see. This is the experience, and we all know this. Mm. We all have experience with siblings. That's the actual sibling experience. Yeah. Sometimes you have nice, quiet moments where you connect, and sometimes, but TV usually just goes broad with yeah. it. Yeah. And like they're always fighting, and that's it. It's just nice to show, mm. like, no, there's a little more to yeah. it than that. It's nice when they're not biting you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, something, something. What? Is there no. A story there? What? No. Okay. <laughs> My little sister never bit me. Look, we all have younger siblings that probably did dumb bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, you know. <sighs> all right. Uh, Tila, what was your good thing? Uh, I like the character designs on the baddies. Like, they all looked kind of, like, cool and distinct. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the bombshell looked a little Aeon Fluxy. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Uh, yeah. And uh, Edgar, the uh, main psychic dude. Like was like Buddha dungeon master. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I could see Did that. You the guys... Rocky Horror Guy didn't, whatever. But you know, mm. that's still he still had kind of a unique look. Yeah, know? like that's not a guy yeah, I've seen a whole lot of. No, um, I don't know if you guys caught this or not. So the uh, albino guy uh, in this mm-hmm. uh, is a character that will show up again in Justice League Unlimited as a little kid. No. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Uh, huh. There's an episode. Uh, it's one of my favorites, actually, that uh, Gail Simone. Wait, is it the Mandragora yeah, episode? Yeah, yeah. That's the kid. Yeah, okay. Huh. They're both named Edgar. Because his dad looks like yeah. that. Yeah. Huh. Tilo, you know this episode. It's the one with uh, Huntress and uh, the question on a date, basically. Yeah, the, uh, oh, I love the that episode. Prey one. Yeah. 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 It's the uh, Gail Simone yeah. yep. one. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's very yeah. good. Uh, I, I don't think I realized they were connected. That's mm-hmm. very cool. Yeah. Interesting. I love that continuity stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I am such a sucker for that. That said, though, Justice League will also do a much better version of creepy little girl with uh, psychic powers when they get to the original Royal Flesh Gang and the original uh, Ace. It sure will. To the point where I was like, are these two characters connected? They're not. Yeah, because she's got the same look. Mm. She's got that Wednesday Adams little goth girl yeah. thing going. <laughs> but much better character. Mm-hmm. Much more heartbreaking character. Yeah. I, I kind of like how annoying this kid was. Just like, hey. Hey, yep. save me. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Terry's just hallucinating in class. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, Terry, you have got to get better at not reacting to the hallucinations mm-hmm. or you are going to get kicked out of class. I liked Bruce walking him through that when he gets to yep. the cave. Yep, he's-, he's like, okay. But he's like, okay, calm down. She's not there. I don't see her, but you do. So live in this world and talk to yeah. her. Yeah, he's like, like it was, what do I do now? It was a talk to her. It was, but. <laughs> But it was a nice moment of Bruce has been through a bunch of this oh, yeah. weird bullshit. Terry doesn't know how to... Re- He's never had someone inside his mm-hmm. head like that before. Yeah. So Bruce is like, no, it's cool. I, I, I like when Bruce is nice to him and it's so rare. Yeah. No, it was good. 
he doesn't not believe him. He's like, yeah, you probably are seeing some shit. I don't, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean it's not real. Yeah. So let's trust roll me. With I, used it. To, it was, it was nice. I used to have to punch the scarecrow a lot. I've seen a lot of weird shit that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Man, I love punching the like scarecrow. Like a guy in a rocking chair. God, I miss punching mm-hmm. the scarecrow. <laughs> uh, Maggie, what was your bad thing? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I also couldn't had a hard time finding a bad thing just because this is a pretty generic yeah, episode. Not much honestly. to talk about. Yeah. Uh, bombshell melts the lock on uh, on uh, Wednesday Adams' door. Like, those things close and lock on their own, Bombshell. Jeez, you're never going to get your deposit back. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie, I don't know if you uh, made this connection as well, but when Terry goes and talks to uh, her, uh, the little girl's dad, uh, it's just uh, Paula Tompkins. Oh, yeah. Just, I could say that. And her dad, Paula mm-hmm. Tompkins. <laughs> Sir, I'm, uh, I'm here to save your daughter. Really? <sighs> You're not going to yell at me, are you? I don't like being yelled at. <laughs> I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also thought Terry had a pretty good talking to a kid voice mm-hmm. in that scene I was talking about with Bruce. Yeah. He's like, hey, where are you going? And it, it didn't seem condescending mm-hmm. or anything, but it does feel like that sort of softer way you talk to a yeah. kid, which good voice mm-hmm. acting there, I thought. Uh, uh, what else? Uh, my quote. Yes. Again, uh, Wednesday Adams being kind of not the best. This is the best line in the episode. Where are you? In a boat. Where's the boat? In the water. Where in the water? I don't know. Well, she's a little mm-hmm. girl. Like, how does she know where they are? And this isn't her town, mm-hmm. I don't think. I just... She doesn't know where they where are. Where are you? On a boat. Okay, but where? Mm-hmm. In the water. <laughs> it's a boat, Terry. <laughs> oh, down at the docks. Well, this isn't a fucking seaside town with a thousand uh. docks. I'll be right there. There's there's eight miles of coastline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if this is a stand-in for New York or any coastal town, there's a lot of fucking ground to cover, yep. man. The docks. You're not in the uh, exploded nuclear submarine that uh, the blight was on, are you? Wait, what? <sighs> nothing? Nothing. The bay is not horribly irradiated. You're fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> mm. Oh, man, I hope they've uh, invented something to clean up the water in the future. Mm, from the yeah, they put the it all sewer. in the sewer yeah. with Rat Boy. From the, sewer, the way the sewers looks, no, they didn't. No, no, they did. That the city up up there is mm-hmm. fine. It's they're doing the classic sci-fi thing where underground everything's gross. Mm-hmm. Up upstairs, it's all great. Thanks uh, a lot, President Gore. I I mean, you know, they wrote this before they knew who the next president uh, I, I was. I absolutely was the joke. do. And the boring one just, seems to imply that they thought that he was going to get elected. No, I, I get what you mean, yeah. but I think they were just taking a gamble. I know it's hard to fathom mm-hmm. after 9-11 and the Iraq War and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but at one point, George Bush and Al Gore were both seen, Tilo, you must remember this, yeah. both seen as equally bland mm-hmm. candidates that you might as well flip a coin because yep. they're exactly mm-hmm. the same. Futurama did a very good joke about that. <laughs> and and it, then we found out that it was not uh-huh. the case, but... And then in things 2000. got real exciting for twenty some odd years. Yeah, and counting. Mm-hmm. Yes, and but the thing that that bothered me was we really did think of Clinton as the fun one at one point mm-hmm. instead of the you know sex pest. Yep. Well, I mean, until that, yeah, he did. I mean, he went on TV and played saxophone. Mm-hmm. Oh, he yep. McDonald's yep. made jokes, and you know, he seemed like a fun guy. Ugh. I know. He did, though. Yeah, I know. You must have fallen for it for a while. Oh, I did. And I... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
But yeah. I just just put on your 1999. Novels, I remember. That's what I'm saying. He was I thought way cool because uh-huh. I didn't because yeah. I hadn't met Obama yet. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to know what I'm going to think of him in 20 years. I mean, as as hard as they rode that fucking guy, if there was any dirt to find, they would have found it. Mm-hmm. I think I think we're good. Yeah, maybe not, but I think those guys were fucking nonstop mm-hmm. with that bullshit. They would have found something. He did wear that tan suit. Oh, oh well, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot, I forgot about, about that. Tan gate. God, remember back when having a tan suit was a a, a thing people could scream about? Oh my god. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, in the future we don't have that problem. Uh, sorry, you got to say it right. In the future. In the future. <laughs> Thank you. The presidents are perfect. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I have one actually as well, which is in the future technology to monitor your subconscious will exist, and, at least in the Bat Cave, and Bruce will just have it. Yeah, that yeah. is a little creepy that mm-hmm. bat, bat, that Bruce just has a thing that reads your brain. Mm-hmm. I liked it, though. Yeah. Well, like, you mean I it's really, cool. The idea of t- uh, Terry has seen the kid but probably couldn't pick her out in a lineup, but if he sees uh, a file full of like 100 mm-hmm. kids, he'll, his subconscious will say, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Like, I, I remember that because it's in there somewhere. Well, and it's yeah. also Wait, isn't a really this... good uh, uh, time-saving thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't this like a Chase Meridian dream device Oh, God, maybe. <laughs> Talking about Dr. Chase Meridian again? Dr. Chase Meridian. Everybody's favorite uh-huh. DC character, Dr. Chase Meridian. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, there must be an Alexa that can already do this, I mm-hmm. assume. Alexa, yeah, scan that... for missing children? No, no, I mean, <laughs> scan your subconscious <laughs> to find products you might want to buy. Oh, she's already told me today I need to buy more uh, more Da Vinci vanilla, sugar-free vanilla syrup. So, Okay. Yep, it's it's not great. Buy me more batteries, no. Tilo. Buy me uh-huh. more batteries. More batteries. <laughs> All right. Do we have anything else about this episode? Uh, um, uh, the, the Wednesday... Like literally blinds the uh, oh, yeah. indestructible man at yeah, the she end. She blinded him with science. <laughs> I, I think she might be a little evil, guys. Guys, I, I think she might be a little evil. I, I'm pretty okay oh, no. with blinding that guy. He sucks. <laughs> she's she's potentially evil, mm-hmm. but now she's going off to the government to be good. Yep. And if there's one yep. thing I know, it's, it's that uh, the government will uh, make yep. sure she's great and really cleans up those sewers. You know, though, I will say this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do know Amanda Waller's probably still in charge, so maybe she will be okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, she. Amanda Waller went through some shit back in her day, but after that, she was like, never again. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know if you. I don't know if you remember the last season of Justice League where she's still like their government liaison. Actually, I don't know if she shows up that way. She said they say she was mm-hmm. like she's their government liaison, but I don't know if we actually see that. I know. Um, I'm just thinking of Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, Amanda yeah, Waller. Here's a bunch of criminals. Yep. You know, whatever. But animated her is amazing. One yeah. of my all like top three characters maybe in this whole universe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if she's still got a say in what happens with in scary government programs for people with powers mm. then maybe maybe people aren't mistreated you know be nice would be nice all right anything else uh i think that's everything i got yeah 
Tilo, would you like to tell the fine people about the things that you make and how they can get them? I make uh, devil horns that you can wear for Halloween or cosplay. And I make soap that make excellent gifts for your geeky friends. Mm-hmm. And you can find them at uh, bunnybubbles.etsy.com. That's mm-hmm. bunnybubbles.etsy.com. It's almost like you're the uh, the, the voice for this show. Mm-hmm. Weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. Uh, well, our plugs are the same as always. Kidslovebatman.com. If you want to write to us, kidslovebatmanpodcast at Gmail. Uh, our Patreon is patreon.com slash Algar. We are now reviewing Batman the Brave and the Bold yep. and having a grand old time doing that. It's been that. really so nice, you know? You can pledge as little as $1 US every month and get that mm-hmm. and extra episodes of our Star Trek fanfic show Endeavor mm-hmm. and the entirety of the Death of Podcasts, including episodes that will not post for the public. Yep. And all of that is available to you for the tiniest amount of yeah, money. One thin dollar. So, yes. I mean, you could you could pledge more yes, if you want. Yes, and please do. I we do. do not have, mm-hmm. We do not have, and we appreciate that. Uh, but uh, we do not, uh, like, discriminate. We don't have the tiers. Yeah. Like, we just want any money you can spare. Mm-hmm. But you get the same amount of stuff no yeah. matter what. Uh, oh, and uh, Twitter. Uh, Tilo, you want to give yours? It is T-E-E underscore underscore L-O-W at Twitter.com. Very well. And I am at Algar. And Maggie Robots. And that's all for this yeah. time. See you, folks. Twala dregs. Grip yourself. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit KidsLoveBatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2022, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.